0: Well, hello there friend and welcome to the My Adoption Coach Podcast. I am so glad that you decided to join us today. My name is Amanda and I'm an adoption profile expert. I help hopeful adoptive families create, edit, and share their adoption profiles with expectant families so that you can match faster. I do this by giving you step-by-step resources to help you all along your adoption journey. So let's dive right in. If we haven't met yet, my name is Amanda, and I'm an adoption profile expert. I've worked in marketing for some of the largest brands in the world for well over 20 years, and I have a bachelor's and master's in journalism and a deep passion for connecting expectant families and hopeful adoptive families. I've spent well over a thousand hours talking with expectant and birth families to understand why they pick certain families over another. I've taken that experience and my passion for adoption to help hopeful adoptive families tell their stories through the creation and sharing of their adoption profiles. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, click in the three dots in the top right-hand corner of the screen where your podcast is playing and click follow. That will make sure that you get notified each time I release a new podcast. I'm incredibly excited to share today's episode with you because I know that when you follow this process, it gets results. It has proven itself time and time again with my one-to-one clients and with those clients that have gone along, along on their own, creating their adoption profile and having me review it. And again, it doesn't matter which method of matching you're using. This process is replicatable for each different type of adoption. So, it doesn't matter if you're using an agency, a consultant, self matching, or whatever you want to call it, this process will work. Okay? So I'm going to give you an overview of all five steps in the process. Then we're, of course, going to break them down a little bit more individually because that's just how I roll, right? If you've been around me for a second, you know that that's what I do. Okay, so all five steps. Step number one, you've got to get super clear on what you're going to say. Step number two, you've got to know how you're going to share your profile. Step number three, you need to determine what elements you're going to make For your profile, based upon how you're gonna share it. Step number four, you're actually gonna make those elements for your profile. And step number five, you're going to share your profile elements. Now, as we go through, I'm gonna do my very best not to get on soapboxes and tangents, but if you've been around me for a minute, you know that sometimes I just like really light up with an idea and we gotta go with it, all right? So let's talk about step number one, getting super clear on your story. Now, this is the number one mistake I see hopeful adoptive parents make. They word vomit into their profile. I love you, but I'm going to keep it real. People want to share every single little thing about themselves in their adoption profile. And really, you don't need to. Doing that actually makes it harder for expectant parents to really get to know you and to see you because their brain gets confused. If you don't follow a logical process and share bite-sized, containerized, if you will, information about who you are as a family, it just makes it harder for someone else who's never met you to get to know you. Um, I don't know if any of you watch the show, The Home Edit but on Netflix, they have this process that they walk through, right? The first thing that they do is they kind of like bring it all out and they look at it all, right? And they're looking at all of the contents that lay in front of them for whatever room they're trying to organize. And then they kind of systematize it, right? I may not get the steps exactly in the right order, but you understand what I'm saying. So they look at it all and they're like, okay, I need to group these like items together, And then based upon grouping those like items, really what makes the most sense for those like items to be shared for you to be able to see it? How do you access it? Right. So you can think of a similar process when it comes to creating your adoption profile. We need to pull everything out and we need to get really clear on what is that organization or that container system by which we're going to share your story about your life. When I talk with expectant parents and I ask them like, why did you pick this family versus another? Oftentimes, if they don't choose a family, oftentimes they tell me it was too hard to get to know them. They were confusing. Their profile screamed at me That actually is a statement that comes across a lot. Like their profile was so unorganized and hard to get through that it felt like it was screaming at me. And I'm already really processing a lot of emotions. I don't need some other kind of form of contention in my life at this moment. So I just moved on to the next one. So believe me when I tell you that being super clear on your story is really critically important. Okay. All right. Step number two. Know how you're going to share your profile. Now, I know this may seem a little intuitive. You may be like, well, I'm matching with an agency uh, or I'm matching with, uh, you know, I'm self-matching. So those automatically, you know, tell me like, that's how I'm going to share my profile. But what I would tell you back is that there really are um, kind of common patterns of the different profile elements that you need to be using based upon your method of matching. So if you're using an agency, a consultant or an attorney, they're likely going to have you use a profile book or some variation of a like printed or emailable you know, profile and or a, an adoption website. And those two elements, typically for those partners, will have some sort of like required template or partner, adoption profile expert, you know, partner um, to help you make them, things of that nature. But again, this process still applies. You need to be really clear about what you're sharing because the content that you're going to create to go in it is going to be needs to be fit for form. If you're matching via self-matching, I have a kind of secret tips for you, if you will, based upon my conversation with expectant parents. I ask them, how do you find someone to match with? And the first place that they find someone to match with is on Facebook. And they do that either through one of two routes when it comes to Facebook. Either they are um, receiving social media ads from Facebook from hopeful adoptive families, or they're seeing people in adoption groups post on prof- post their profiles on opportunities, and they're clicking on those. Now, after I asked them, like, what do you do? How do you know, once you see somebody, what do you do from there? They click on whatever post it was that they saw. They click on the name from that post. They go back and read that profile. Get to know them a little bit more. If they like what they see, then they look for a website uh, from that particular profile to go click on to learn more about them. And when they get to that profile or that website, they expect to see a video. They want to see more about your life. They want to see a little bit longer form content to get to know you a little bit better. So if you're self-matching, if you're following along in my example here, the first thing you need to do is have an adoption profile, or excuse me, a Facebook profile that is specific for adoption and that is set up to treat it like your adoption profile. The second thing you need to do is to have a website because they want to go learn a little bit more about you in depth. And then when they get to that website, the third thing you need to have is an adoption profile video. So knowing how you're going to share it really leads you naturally into step number three, which is determining what elements you're going to make whenever it comes to sharing it again. These elements can be pre-described based upon or pre-prescribed, I should say, based upon the um, agency partner you're using to match. Or if you're self-matching, you use the success path that I have identified by talking with expectant parents on what their expectations are but knowing exactly how you're going to share it and then what profile elements you make or need to make is really important because the content that you created in step number one then needs to be fit to purpose based upon those elements. Let me give you a really specific example. So if you are on your phone, and you are scrolling through a Facebook group looking for uh, potential expectant or hopeful adoptive families to match with, you want to get just a little bit of information about them so you can determine whether or not they meet your basic qualifications. And so if you go and in one of those groups and you're posting 12 photos and seven paragraphs about you, she tells me, the expectant parents I talk to tell me, they don't want to read that. That's too much. That's overwhelming. That's shouting at me. So they want to get a little bit of information. Do you meet the basic qualifications they're looking for? Are you in the right state? Are you a married or a single couple? Are you a stay-at-home parent, a working parent? Like whatever that list of information is about kind of the the core key facts about your family. They're looking for that type of information. And then maybe just, you know, three or four sentences that says I'd love to meet you, right? I'd love to learn more about you. I'd love to talk to you, those types of things. And then they're going to click out and go to your adoption profile and they want to know just a little bit more about you. And then they're going to click out and go to your adoption website and they want to know a lot more about you. And so you want to give them content that is fit based upon the element that they're in to the right level of depth. And again, there is a pattern in my one-to-one clients that we see that really is the success path on helping someone ease into getting to know you and feel comfortable enough to reach out to you based upon what profile element they're engaging with. If you're matching with an agency or an attorney, then actually your journey based upon how expectant parents come to find you is a little bit reversed. Whenever it comes to your adoption profile website on their website, they want just a little bit of information about you because they're gonna send expectant parents there to do that initial like get to know you that they that would be happening in a Facebook group. And there it's gonna be surface level information basic demographics, a little few pictures. uh, Maybe, you know, they have three or four sections that they want you to answer. And then they want expectant parents to look through there and then give them a list of, you know, call it three to 10 profiles based upon the agency or partner that they would then send them a profile book in the mail or an email PDF version of your profile book so that someone can Get to know you a little bit more. So the key takeaway that I want you to understand when it comes to step number three is that the elements are important, but what you put inside of those elements really are important as well. Talk a little bit more about that in step number four. But before we do, I really want to know where you are finding a challenge when it comes to creating your adoption profile. Are you stuck in some place? I'm always wanting to create content that is going to really help you understand how to move yourself forward in your adoption journey. No matter if we work together or not, it doesn't matter. I, my goal is to help each person that I can through their adoption journey. That's the whole reason why I create these crazy videos and podcasts to my attic at, oh, it's 619 now, (laughs) Um, but in the morning all by myself is so that I can help you guys. And so if you're stuck in a particular spot, please drop a comment below on YouTube or come jump over into the My Adoption Coach Facebook group. I really do answer everything personally and respond. Um, Sometimes I'm a little slower than others, but I do respond to every single thing you guys um, ask. So that way I can help you. Okay, so let's move on to step number four, which is making your adoption profile elements. Now, at the risk of maybe making some of you uncomfortable, I'm going to give you a little tough love. There are some elements you can do an okay job of making on your own without any help from a professional. I totally get that. But that will also impact the quality of your adoption profile and the speed by which you match. I have proven it time and time again with my clients. I have clients that were waiting literally three to four years, literally some three years and some four years, to match with an agency. An agency just took their list of you know answers to their questions, threw it into a profile, and let them sit on the list and just charge them renewal fees year after year. I work on their profile with them. I help clear out the clutter. We get really clear and uh, focused on how their profile is being shared and in what order it's being shared. So we're giving the right level of information in the right spaces and right places. And then they match. Literally one couple matched within two flipping weeks after having waited four years. Now, You cannot tell me that their quality of their adoption profile improving so dramatically and then their profile being represented again didn't have an impact. It absolutely did. So you can go at creating your profile elements yourself, but no, that is the risk you take, my friend. There are reasons why experts exist to help you along in your journey. So for the love of all that is holy, Do not open up a mixed book scrapbook and create your adoption profile and be like, woohoo, I've created it. And, and I'm super excited about it. Great. Be super excited about it for the next four years. Okay. I know that sounds harsh and hard, but it is really important that you lean into the experts around you. you. You don't have to hire someone to create your adoption profile. You can go buy a template off of Etsy if that's really, if you're like super you know cheap into DIYing it yourself. I get it and I'm here to support you, but do it with purpose. Get the uh, help that you need and deserve on your journey because the actual, all the work that you could do in your adoption profile, like creation process and even sharing process, could be killed if you are not sharing your profile in the right ways. Again, if it's not uh, visually appealing, if it's not clutter-free when it comes into the way you present your adoption profile um, and create your elements, then you're not going to do yourself any favors. Okay, soapbox away. We're moving on to step number five, and that is sharing your adoption profile. Now, I talked to you earlier about the number one mistake I see hopeful adoptive families make, which is having too much junk in their adoption profile. The number two mistake that I see hopeful adoptive families make is not sharing their adoption profile enough. I'm sorry to give you two tough love moments back to back, but the the second tough love moment here is nobody in the world will chase and carry your dreams the way you will. And that is an, an entirely appropriate and true when it comes to sharing your adoption profile. Nobody else in this world is going to work as hard as you in sharing your adoption profile. And posting on an opportunity in a group and saying that that is sharing your adoption profile, it's honestly just setting yourself up for disappointment, my friend. You need to create an actual sharing plan on here are the groups I'm posting in. Here are the friends and family that I'm asking to share my adoption profile. I'm adding social media ads. I'm, you know, sharing in real life with my OB or my dentist or my whatever. Like you need to have a plan to execute against each and every week to sharing your adoption profile. My one to one clients that do that and really kind of use me as their accountability buddy in that are the ones that match, specifically self match, in six months. My one to one clients that are matching with their agency and attorneys are that are matching, you know, in definitely less than six months are typically the ones that are staying after them, asking for updates, encouraging them to share in different ways, and also sharing their profile themselves in different ways. Again, because they realize that they are the driver of their adoption journey. And it doesn't matter if they've hired an adoption partner, you know, in an agency or attorney or consultant to go and help them, they aren't going to have the same sense of urgency about fulfilling your dreams as you will. Okay? So, there you have it. The five steps to creating your adoption profile. Step number one getting super clear on your story. Step number two determining exactly how you're going to share your profile. Step number three, determining what elements you need to share in your profile. Step number four, making sure that those elements are really high quality, that you are really making the content fit for purpose. And step number five, having a specific sharing plan and following it so that you can ensure that your profile is being seen by the right Um, families out there. I trust that today's content has been incredibly helpful for you, friend. If it has, I really would appreciate it if you would leave me a rating and review or share it with a friend. You see, again, my goal is to help hopeful adoptive families through the adoption journey. And the best way I can do that is to understand what type of help I'm giving you. And if you're finding it helpful for you to share it with other people as well. Remember, anything's possible with the right plan and support. And I'm only an instant message or an email away because I've got your back every step of the way. I'll see you soon, friend.